Professor Dumbledore has granted me permission to start this little dueling club. And with that, welcome to the dueling club, learning one spell at a time. Hello, hello, and welcome to the dueling club. I'm Jen. I'm Al. Give me candy. Okay, fine. Awful Which color candy. do you want? Which I run on here. Okay, they're super melty, though, so it's going to take a minute to open it up. Good luck with that one. I told you. Don't look at me like that. Get better candy, bro. D whatever. What anyway, give this? it to me. I'll open it up for you. I'll open it up. It's going to take five minutes. It's going to take five minutes. We apologize for the sound. At least put your hands further away from the mic. Okay, jeez. Okay. Candy. Anyway, I apologize. It's because I am... Oh, that's your dog. She yes, wants in. She can go back downstairs, though. Okay. Busy. So anyway, how are you? Okay. Yeah? Yeah. So... I think I realized why this summer was super hard for me mm. whenever we went to people's houses. And last summer, whenever we went to people's houses, humidity and heat works a number on your muscles. So, like, you can get really bad muscle cramps. And that's literally what happens to me every summer. If I'm outside too long, if it's too hot and humid, I get a muscle cramp no matter how much water I have. Hmm. It's annoying. And it gets really bad. To the point where the next day I literally have to drink nothing but, like, Gatorade. Or Powerade. Or, like, the 7-Eleven version of it. Well, heat is very bad for me my constitution it makes me like i don't know oh no heat for me is also very bad like it makes my tummy really not happy like i can't eat anything i just i feel uncomfortable i just can't it makes me irritable depending on humidity it makes it hard to breathe if it like, oh, like same. A, a lot of bad well but i have asthma you have barely functioning lungs as it is so oh whatever my lungs are functioning listen <sighs> see they function i said barely whatever but anyway, the wedding we're going to on Saturday, or at this point, went to, because this comes out afterwards, whatever, it's going to be outside. Part of it, at least. Yeah, part of it's going to be outside, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should drink a bunch of Gatorade before we go, like in the morning, and then go to the bathroom and then leave, you know? Because obviously I can't go to the bathroom in the middle of their wedding. I mean, technically you can, but you really shouldn't. You really shouldn't. Yeah. Pro tip on that one. Yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to the part that's inside. Apparently it's going to be in a really nice place. I've never been to it, though. Hmm. So we'll see. Um, what else? And then we have, and then our friend is coming. From Reno, yep. the following week. Yep. Yay! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And she keeps messaging me things that she wants to do and places she wants to go eat at and things she wants to see. And, like, we want to do a puzzle room. Um, what was that face about? You don't want to do a puzzle room? Not really, but continue. No, no, no. We like them. Her and I like them. So we want to do a puzzle room. There's one about a castle that 
It's not, whatever. It's in a couple of towns over from us from here. So we're looking forward to it. You know? Mm. Just all kinds of stuff. So I'm glad she's going to be here. She was supposed to come last year, but you know, COVID. Yeah. Everything was closed. Kind yeah. Everything is... No. Everything's open. It's just like... It's weird open, though. Also, I have to go to CVS and get a new vaccination card. Why? I don't know where mine is because, number one, I split it up into two because I went for my second shot. I remember my first one, so I put my second mm. shot on one by itself. And now I just don't even know where either of them are. So they still have my name in the system, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll just go, like, hey, my name is this. Like, can you fill out a new one? Like, can I get a new one, please? And it really shouldn't be an issue. Yeah. And there's also an app that you can. I didn't create a CVS account, though, so I'm not sure if I'll even pull it up. No, 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 not the CVS app. There's a whole other app that you can use that pulls records from the state of New Jersey. Because we live in New Jersey. It pulls records from the state of New Jersey just for vaccinations so that you can show that instead of having your card on you all the time. Because everybody has their phones on them. Well, then let me know. I will. New York has its own app, too, but New Jersey has another app. Okay. Like, I tried to use the New York one because, obviously, we're going to the wedding in New York. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't work. And it was like, because you didn't get vaccinated in New York. I'm like, ah, that makes sense. So, the New Jersey Idiot one. girl. You live in New Jersey. I do. Not in New York. I do. This is true. But I, whatever. I spend <laughs> a lot of time in New York. True. Yeah. Unfortunate for you. Um, no, I actually like the time I'm in New York. Anyway. Don't make um, faces. That's not nice. Again with the face. More faces? <laughs> At least they're getting better. <laughs> More expressive. Pretty soon you're going to be like. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, I like it. I like it. I saw the trailer for the new Harry Potter game. Not Legacy. The one for the mobile one. Okay. Uh, I forget what it's called right now, because brain, no thoughts, head empty. Um, But, so you play a character that goes to Hogwarts shortly after the events of the books. Oh, okay. So not like the current game where you're, it's like, before? Yeah. Okay. Um, It seems like it's shortly after, it might be a little bit after, but Harry is in it. Oh, Nice. So, you're a muggle-born. Okay. And Hagrid brings you your letter and is like, Oh, you seem nice, and you're muggle-born. You have no idea what you're doing. Let's recreate the Harry mm-hmm. Diagon Alley scene, basically. Mm-hmm. And then Hagrid g- gives you an owl. Okay. And you do, like, the wand ceremony. You do your robes and stuff. And your robe thing is actually lets you customize your character. And then when you go... Like the current game. Yeah. And when you go to King's Cross, you're like, dude, my ticket has to be wrong. Where platform nine and ten... Yeah. Where where is platform nine and three quarters? Like, what? what? You have to run towards the wall. And then as you're standing there, your character's standing there, Harry comes up and is like, hey, are you looking for the platform? I love it. (laughs) And, And you know it's Harry... Because it looks like him and he's tall, but then you see the scar in between his bangs, kind of. You're like, <gasps> exactly. it's you. 
I'm like, oh my god. And he's like, well, if you're trying to get on the platform, you just have to run in between 9 and 10. He's paying it forward. <laughs> exactly. I love it. It's so good. But another thing I think I saw, correct me if I'm wrong, when you look into it, because I know you're going to look into it, because I know you. Yes. But the it lets you pick where you start. <gasps> So you can relive the adventures of all of the books and then start your journey or just start your journey. Yeah. I was like, wait a second. What? What's going on here? Yes, please. Let me see if I can find what I'm going to have to look it up. No, no, no. We're going to do it later. I can do it right now while you, while you okay. do more introduction stuff. I'll still be present. Chill. Okay. You know what would help me chill even more? If they were to like, follow, and subscribe. Yes! Because we're on Facebook. We have a Facebook group. We have we have an Instagram and we have a Twitter. And Magic Awakened. Oh. And you can also listen to us on any platform that you use to listen to podcasts. CastBox, check. iTunes, check. Google Play, check. We're on Podbean, so check, check. Spotify, check. I mean, like, all of them. Oh, a new trailer from four days ago. Yeah, so we'll watch that later. We're not gonna watch it right now because we should. We should do. Ow! One sec, one sec, one sec, one sec. Ow. It's, impor- it's important. We should do this episode. That is as important, if not more. Trust my words. No, I'm serious. Trust my words. Trust. This is part of the episode. I want to go to Hogwarts so bad. (laughs) But see? How wonderful is that? Yeah, I want to go to Hogwarts so bad. True. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know why I just said that. I just... Just yet. Yeah, just yeah. I want to go to Hogwarts so bad. I know that we're in the U.S., so we'd go to Elvermorny, but like, I want to go to Hogwarts. Exchange. You can do me an exchange student. I want to be an exchange student. (laughs) I don't know why I said it that way, but I did. Mm -hmm. Okay, then. So, let's let's get down to business. To defeat... The Huns. So. Did they send me daughter? <laughs> just one. For just one. Anyway, sorry. We had a Mulan moment. Um, sorry. <laughs> it's hard to Now you have off. to finish it. No. So this is Harry Potter and the <laughs> Order of the Phoenix. Why do you look so hurt now? <laughs> Season 5. Episode 13. 
Chapter 13 Detention with Dolores I'm super sad Oh my god Okay, anyway So recap Um Dolores Umbridge sucks How are you gonna have a defense against the dark arts class Without practicing defense against the dark arts Mr. Isle Thank you so that's that's basically it harry gets a week of detentions um and mcgonagall says the same thing to harry he gets a cookie for it it from from mcgonagall i mean i'm sure everyone at this point knows but biscuits in the uk for the most part are cookies okay don't don't lie to me people don't lie to me you know some of you who aren't from the uk or a place that was colonized by the UK recently. I know you heard them say or read it saying biscuit and thought to yourself, why a biscuit? Why not a cookie? Literally. I'm just saying. Every time, until I was, I would say like, like 13 or something is when I knew that a biscuit was a cookie. And not something you smother in gravy. Hmm. Or just eat because it's a cheddar one. <gasps> oh, but those nice flaky biscuits right out the oven that you can open up and put stuff on. Just, just, so, just butter. Why do you need anything else? Everything else. I mean, it's delicious, but it's like overkill. But like a nice country gravy with like sauce. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right. I just got hungry. Sorry. No magic in defense against the dark arts. Yeah. That's dumb. It really is, because it's the one where, like... So, potions, you can get by... Obviously, you don't really use spells. Yeah. You need spells for transfiguration, but I think a lot of that is legitimately theory. Yes. Because, like, they mention how much homework goes into transfiguration, specifically in this book. Yes, but I think it makes sense, because Mm -hmm. remember your... Your... Laws of physics, matter can neither be created nor destroyed. Transfiguration, you're just rearranging the particles, the atoms, the protons, Mm -hmm. all of that. You're just rearranging it so that it goes from being one thing to another. In order to do that, I would think that you'd have to work out some formulas or something to understand how it's going to happen so that you can direct your magic to make it happen. So yes, it's a lot of theory, but it's like nerdy stuff. Yeah. It, 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 like, like I said, Transfiguration seems like it's, I would say, roughly 70% theory, 30% application. Yeah. But not like, oh, I wonder if. No, like, somebody spent their whole life's work dedicated to figuring out how to turn a teacup into a mouse. Yeah. Um, or vice then, versa. And then charms. Charms, I think, is not so much theory. I think it's more of memorization. Yes. In terms of the actual verbal spell, the wand movement, and then what you're so like what you're supposed to be focusing on. Yeah, because they haven't yet graduated to nonverbal magic. Yes, yeah, so I'm I'm sure every class is a new spell, but the spell is probably practiced like maybe intermittently throughout the class for periods of like five minutes or so yeah and the rest is just like 
tips on how to actually perform it and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's not swish just like, and flick. Yeah, and then defense against the dark arts really should be like there should be like dummies and you should be casting spells at dummies yeah. over and over so you understand what the spell can do. In 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 defense of a defenseless defense against the dark arts class. That was a lot of defense. I would say that a little bit of theory is necessary yeah, yeah. so that you understand what it is that you're attempting to do and what happens, one, if it goes right, and mm-hmm. two, if it goes wrong. We also, well, Defense Against the Dark Arts also covers magical creatures to some degree because, like. Yes. Because they were talking about hinky punks and, and. Lupin's Year was all yeah. magical beasts, but it was, like, ones that you would have to, like, actually combat, not take care of. Kelpies. Kelpies, hinky punks. Um, a bogart. Yeah. There's just like a bunch yeah. of things. So oh, Hermione's Bogart being uh, McGonagall telling you her failed she failed. everything. Mm. <laughs> and she needed to be rescued. True. So I think the defense against the dark arts probably is like one year knowledge, slam all that knowledge into the kid's head. The second one is like theory with practice. And then one of the years has to be just like show us what you know. Yeah kind of thing. I feel like that's like a really important It's a practical. It's not a theoretical exam or an essay exam. I've had tons of those where I literally had to write essay after essay, a page on each question, at least a page on each question just explaining that I understood what the theory was and that I had memorized dates and events and all of those things. I've had those tests. And those are the ones where they're kind of boring. The ones that have a practical part to it are are more interesting. Like, and they're more useful. Honestly, that's why I think most jobs have on-the-job training. Because it's easier for most people to learn when they're either doing it or seeing it actually happen as opposed to reading a book about it. Yeah. Like, I read a book to learn how to crochet. And you did it. And I did it. And then if you ever messed up, you probably referred back to that book. Yes. Now, I don't even have that book anymore. Now, when I forget something, I'm like, YouTube is amazing. Thank you, YouTube, for having everything you I need. You can look up everything on YouTube. Pretty it's much. It's insane. Pretty much. Like, But we digressed. I didn't know how to remove my, my monitor stands. Mm-hmm. YouTube. I found out that when... Like, You'd, like, grab the base and slide your hand up and then put your finger under and there's a button. What? Who knew? YouTube taught me how to clear a clogged drain in my tub. There you go. TikTok also told me, but YouTube was the first place. YouTube also taught me how to poop in space. YouTube also taught me how to shampoo my hair in space. There you go. There you go. No one can ever sit in on a poop in space now. Exactly. I, You know what? I can go in space Personal and I may not space. know certain things, but I know how to clean my hair. Boom. Why are we the way we are? I don't know. Okay. Anyway, enough of the recap and tangents. So over dinner that day. Hold on. <laughs> yes. Season five. I already said it. I want to do this my thing. Okay, fine. It's season five. Episode 13. 
Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Chapter 13. Detention with Dolores. With Dolores? Like with Dolores. Are we saying that she's a pain then? Because Dolores in Spanish is pains. Oh, snap! She's a pain in the tiny. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> they go to dinner in the Great Hall that night, and it's kind of super unpleasant for Harry, because, you know, it's a school, and word's gotten around of what happened in Umbridge's class. Everyone be talking behind his back. No, they're not even talking behind his back. And they're literally <laughs> looking at him like, hey, did you hear what happened? Like, wow. I'm literally getting super close to the mic to do this. Making icons of Harry at him. Potter. Hey, did you hear what happened with Harry Potter in Professor Umbridge's class? Hey, Harry, did you hear? <laughs> Looking him in the eye. I heard Harry talk about Cedric Diggory dying in Umbridge's office. What, what was that? What, Harry, what'd you say, Harry? <laughs> no, that's what I heard, dude. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah. So he's like, what I don't get is why they all believed the story two months ago when Dumbledore told them. Well, because they can't call Dumbledore crazy to his face. They'd be like, guess what? Expand. So that's that's the thing. Hermione says that. She's like, look, I don't think they actually believed it. I think Dumbledore said, hey, this is what happened. And they're like, okay, the headmaster said that this is what happened. However. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. However. The Daily Prophet says it didn't happen. Cornelius Fudge, the Minister of Magic, says it doesn't, didn't mom happen. Said it didn't happen. So My mommy said it didn't happen, so it didn't happen. Yep. So Hermione suggests that many doubt Harry because he has little concrete evidence, like I said. I mean, all, all they saw was him come back with a dead Cedric. Yep. The trio then heads to Gryffindor Tower, where Fred and George are testing fainting fancies on first-year volunteers. Oh, goodness. Only Hermione's threatening to tell Mrs. Weasley convinces them to stop. I love it. I love it. She wouldn't dare. She goes up to him, up to them, up to the twins and says, that's enough. Yeah, you're right. This dosage looks strong enough, doesn't it? I told you this morning, you can't test your rubbish on students. And Fred is like, we're paying them. I don't care. It could be dangerous. Rubbish, says Fred. Calm down, Hermione. They're fine. Yeah, look, they're coming around now. And, you know, they're they're waking up. And they're like, oh, you feeling all right? Yeah, I think so. Excellent. And Hermione's like, it's not excellent. And then blah, blah, blah. They're like, oh, you're going to give us detention? You're going to make us write lines? Huh? And she's like, No. But I will write to your mother. Mic drop. Um, and George says, You wouldn't. <laughs> Horrified, taking a step back from her. <laughs> oh, yes, I would. I can't stop you from eating the stupid things yourselves, but you're not giving them to first years. If I were Hermione, I would have said, But you're not giving them to, to anyone else. Second years, <laughs> your turn is up. I, because, I'm sorry, 
you and and the boyfriend and mom are very literal people very literal True. to the point where i have to be very specific about things or you'll find a loophole yes so that is why that is why i would have said instead i would have said i can't stop you eating the stupid things yourselves but you're not giving them to anyone or anything else why to cover everything including mrs norris Okay, maybe not Mrs. Norris. But what if it was McGonagall in her animagus and magus and a whatever so form? Funny. <laughs> yes, but then they would be expelled. If she just randomly came across a fainting fancy and tried it and passed out as a cat, and then woke up and was like, Dude, what the heck just happened? <laughs> <coughs> yes. Okay. So and Hermione's mad at Ron because Ron didn't help her. And, and he's like, you handled it fine yourself. Wow, thanks, dude. Here's the thing. Huh? He really can't do anything. Those are his older brothers. He's always had to listen to what they do or say to him. He can't really stop them from doing anything. Nobody can stop them or from doing anything. Or seen them disregard people with way more power than he has yes. as a prefect. I mean, they're actively disregarding their mom. Like... And she's scary. The ultimate authority. I know. I know. So what are they going to do? Listen to him? And they've already made fun of him for being a prefect like Percy. And nobody wants to be aligned to Percy right now. Or ever. Or ever. Well, I mean right now because he's persona non grata at the moment. Yeah. In the Weasley. He's the Weasley non grata at at this moment. Kick his face, kick his face, kick his face. Oh my goodness. So yeah, and then we see Hermione sit down and start knitting hats for Hells Elves. Mm-hmm. Why? Why, Hermione? Just stop. Just stop. Just because Dobby wanted to be freed, because he had a crappy family he had to serve, doesn't mean that every house elf wants to. And in, in the last book, weren't they just super happy to be working at Hogwarts? Like, they felt proud to be at Hogwarts. And when Dobby started talking about... Yeah, it was the last one. And when Dobby started talking about having been freed, and, like, Hermione was like, wouldn't you all like that? They rushed them out of the kitchen. Because they, she thinks she knows better. So she's actually playing into the stereotype that she was trying to disprove. I know. Yikes! Yes. Okay. I get it. I get that she believes that a subjugated people or a class of people are of course they want to be freed if they knew better they would want to but you can't force anything upon anyone like you can't consider yourself an ally and then think you know better than the people who need allyship like that's not how that works Hermione boom bate no. Anyway. No, no. Okay. So um, anyway. She finishes knitting and leaves the cat, the cats, the hats on the table, believing the house elves will be freed if they pick them. Oh, up. no, no, no. She doesn't leave them on the table. She leaves them covered up oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. the table. So then when they're cleaning, they actually touch it. We're free. I'm free. No! 
Yeah. And Ron actually waits until she's gone and clears the rubbish off of the woolly hats. And he says, they should at least see what they're picking up. See? See? I mean, yeah, he grew up with the idea that this group of subjugated individuals, uh, magical folk, are, are, are happy being what they are. But he also sees that just in case they're not happy being what they are, they can make the decision to pick up the clothing instead of picking it up and accidentally being freed when they don't want to be. I wonder if a student could give freedom to a house elf because though they live there, they don't actually own Hogwarts, nor are they the family of Hogwarts. They're kind of... They are, technically. Kind of, because they do live in the residence for a portion of the year. And they do, you know... I'm sorry. I'm moving because everything hurts a little bit. Okay. Anyway. Sorry. So I don't think that students should have the power to be able to dismiss a house elf. But do we know if they have the power? Would we think that they... Okay. I don't think so they So I do. think that they should, technically, because they live there. They're, they're, they live there more than they live with their own families. True. While they are of school age, they live there more than any anywhere else. Um, I mean, the only time Harry leaves is for two months. He leaves for July and August, and he spends ten months at Hogwarts. Most of the time there, sometimes he goes to the borough to be with the Weasleys, but, like, that's where he lives. True. I just think that... The real people who should be able to dismiss house elves is probably staff only. Yeah, but then I'd be afraid that Snape would start freeing house elves for no reason. Why? 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 Because he's a jerk. Not the house elves. Eh. I wouldn't put it past him, but I wouldn't immediately throw that on him. I wouldn't put it past him if it's a house elf that bothers him, for him to be like. Hey, can you pass me that thing over there? Sure. Wait, what thing? That sock, you're freed. I don't know. I don't like him. Uh, yeah, but you're wrong. So <gasps> How dare you? He's flawed and does a lot of wrong things, but he's like the only reason why Harry is still alive. Or else Harry would have died at 11 years old and fallen off the broomstick to his death. Alright, whatever. Like, what? I don't like him. I think that he's a terrible character. No, he's a great character. You think he's a terrible human being? Yeah, same thing. Well, okay. No, because he's not a human being. He's a character. He's a human being to me. The human being I see him as is Alan Rickman, and Alan Rickman is also the Snape who put the three of them behind him when Lupin as a werewolf came to attack them. Hmm. 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 Anyway. So going back to this, the following day, they notice that Hagrid is still not at the staff table at breakfast. And I mean... You skipped things. I did. Harry is increasingly nervous. Teachers are briefing students about upcoming ordinary wizarding levels exams. And piling on home. No, I didn't skip things. That's literally the next day. 
Yes, but you skipped that little part. No. Yes. That doesn't come up until later. Skip. Okay, whatever. It literally happens right afterwards, but go ahead. Skip. Adding to Harry's woes, Hagrid is still gone. Professor Grubbly Plank has taken over his classes. Also, Team Captain Angelina Johnson is furious that Harry's attention interferes with Quidditch tryouts. Because again, she wants the old squad back together to then try out for a new keeper to see if the person has synergy with all of them. And now the most important player, arguably, cannot be there. So it makes sense that she is angry. Poor Harry. Angry screech. Okay. Yeah, she's acting a lot more like Oliver Wood than oh, I thought she would. No, no, no. It's definitely some infectious ghost spirit thing going on. If you're Quidditch they put captain, the little sea captain on her, on her, uh, yeah. on her uniform, and it made her crazy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So since we're not Captain Crazy. Oh. That makes sense now. Mm. Thank you. Yep. Harry arrives for his first attention with Professor Umbridge. Mm. Her office is decorated with lacy doilies and colored kittens on plates. She hands Harry a sharp black quill. I think it has like a, like a red feather or something. Um, I'm looking for it right now. Okay. Saying he will not need any Well, okay. Milk. Before then. Yes. They go to class. And they're in care of magical creatures. And they see Luna, and Luna's like, oh, yeah, we like her. Um, we like Grubbly playing. She's pretty cool. Um, and the, what's her face? Pavardi? Pavardi's in one there. Of the pa- one of the, one uh, of the Pat- Patels. Yes. Yes. Um, is basically whispering about Harry and good old Ernie McMillan says, I want you to know, Potter, that it's not only weirdos who support you, because Luna says that she supports him. Um, I personally believe you 100%. My family has always stood firm behind Dumbledore, and so do I. And Harry is touched by that. He says, er, thanks, but he's super happy about it. Okay. I just wanted to throw that in there. Finally, someone comes up, and instead of sort of talking about him to in in his face behind his back in a way it's so weird to say I know like about him in a negative way it's someone who's openly coming out to support him like those are few and far between other than Looney Lovegood hey we love Luna god but they call her Looney for a reason uh, hey what I love her stop it okay yeah, and Angelina's like, you better you better get off of detention for that Friday. Yes. And Harry's like, I'll, I'll try, but I'll I don't think. I'll try, but think. it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Do it. Okay? Yeah. So back to detention. Yes, back to detention. So he actually asks, he's like, um, Professor Umbridge, before we start, I wanted to ask you a favor. Favor. Her bulging eyes narrowed. Oh yes? Well well I'm the Gryffindor Quidditch I'm on the Gryffindor Quidditch team, and I was supposed to be at the tryouts for the new keeper at five o'clock on Friday, and I was wondering whether I could skip detention that night and do it do it another night instead. Oh no. 
Oh, no, no, no. This is your punishment for spreading evil, nasty, attention-seeking stories, Mr. Potter. And punishments certainly cannot be adjusted to suit the guilty one's convenience. No, you will come here at five o'clock tomorrow, and the next day, and on Friday too, and you will do your detentions as planned. I think it's rather a good thing that you are missing something you really want to do. It ought to reinforce the lesson I am trying to teach you. Evil, nasty, attention-seeking stories. Mm-hmm. Really? Really? She said that. That's the person that they want to be a teacher. And somehow she's more qualified than a Death Eater in disguise. Can we just let that sink in for a second? The professor, the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher from last year was a Death Eater in disguise who performed unforgivable curses on them. And this lady is more qualified than him. And she just said that to him. Like what? Yeah. Okay. I just, I just wanted to take a moment and, and point that out because there's some caca. Yep. So again, she hands Harry the, the, the quill. Yes. Saying um, you will not need any ink. It's a sharp black quill. Um, I may have saw a red feather in my brain. I'm not going to be wrong. It's just a sharp black quill. Okay. As Harry begins writing, I must not tell lies. The same letters cut into his hand. With an unusually sharp point. That's mm -hmm. all it says. Thin black quill. Mm -hmm. And he realizes that the ink on the parchment is his blood. Over and over, the line carves into his skin as he writes, healing over each time, but leaving his hand raw and sore by the time Umbridge dismisses him. He looks around at Umbridge, and she's like, Yes? He says nothing. Hmm. I hate her. I hate her so bad. So it it becomes dark, nighttime, and she's like, "Come here." Honey goes over, and she says, "Hand." He extends it. Tut tut. I don't seem to have made much of an impression yet. Well, we'll just have to try again tomorrow evening, won't we? You may go. I, I kind of hate myself right now for reading her lines, mm -hmm. but I think it's important. But, like, I'm trying to say it as meanly as possible, and it hurts my feelings for myself. That is all. Mm. Moving on. It is so late that Harry has to finish his homework the next morning. Surprisingly, Ron is doing the same, but his excuse that he went for a walk seems suspicious to Harry... Uncertain why, Harry proceed, uh, decide, not proceeds, decides to say nothing about his punishment. Harry's detentions continue every night. By Thursday, the words are permanently etched into his flesh. Hold on a second. Yes. That day afterwards, mm -hmm. Angelina tracked him down at dinner again, and on learning that Harry would not be able to attend Friday's Keeper tryouts, 
told him she was not at all impressed by his attitude and that she expected players who wished to remain on the team to put training before their other commitments. To which he yells, yeah, to which he yells, I'm in detention. Do you think I'd rather be stuck in a room with that old toad or playing Quidditch? And Hermione responds, well, at least it's only lines. Oh, Hermione. Oh, Hermione, you sweet summer child, you. If only you knew. Dude. Yes. I mean, we know what happens shortly. Yes. But, dude. Harry trying to be like, the, the strong, quiet, like, I can do this, I can handle this burden all on my own thing, is so tired. It's so tired. We'll talk about it when we get there. Okay. Okay. Jeez. The second detention was just as bad as the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, but his homework situation is getting more and more desperate. Because he can't, he can't go to sleep. He has to do it. He can't keep doing things the way he has been. And he knows he's got Snape's Moonstone essay. And it's not even until after 2 a.m. that he finishes that. But he knows he's got to put together some answers for McGonagall stuff too. And some some other things for Grubbly Planks. Um information on how to handle bow truckles because bow truckles are so cute true and then he finally goes to sleep so then thursday happens and you can go ahead well, like I that's said, where you were by thursday the words are permanently etched into his flesh heading to gryffindor tower after attention he yeah. runs into ron who tries hiding his broomstick but admits he is practicing for quidditch keeper pleasing harry Noticing Harry's hand, Ron forces him to tell the truth. Harry ignores his suggestion to tell Professor McGonagall, feeling this is a private battle. Yeah. So, this is abuse, and so, like, this is no longer a private battle. This is one where, like... So, he it goes with, yeah, so, Harry, what's that on the back of your hand? It's just a cut. It's nothing. It's... I thought you said she was giving you lines. And Harry doesn't say anything. And that's when Ron... But after all, Ron had been honest with him. So he told Ron the truth about the hours he had been spending in Umbridge's office. Right? Mm -hmm. So then Ron's response is, The old hag. She's sick. Go to McGonagall. Say something. And like you said, Harry's like, Nope. I'm not going to give her the satisfaction of knowing she's got to me. And I don't think at that point it's the satisfaction. I think at that point it's legit. Like, she's a she's being abusive. This is child abuse. Like, yeah. remember when they had detention first year? They went into the Forbidden Forest. It's forbidden for a reason, right? But they still went in there. And they darn near died because they ran into Voldemort having unicorn blood. Okay. This time a teacher is like, no, you don't have to go outside. I'm just going to make you write lines using your blood as ink. And it's going to permanently scar your hand eventually if you do it long enough. And that's my objective. 
I just had to put ne- it that never way. Never forget. Yeah. I'm the one who did that to you. Yeah. You will not tell lies. I, you know, I've had my share of not great teachers. I've, I would not say that I had a teacher as bad as her. And I've had some really crappy teachers. I've had some amazing teachers, but I've had some really crappy teachers too. And I luckily have never had to deal with an umbrage. Oh, same. Yeah. I don't think, I don't know. I've never heard of a teacher being on Umbridge's level. Yeah, I'm trying to think about one, but I don't think I have either. Nope. Okay. Um, so yeah, Ron is like, tell McGonagall. No, she doesn't have much power over her anyway. Dumbledore, tell Dumbledore. And Harry's like, no. He's got enough on his mind. And Ron is like, well, I reckon you should. But nothing happened. And then it's Friday, five o'clock at the e- uh, uh, five o'clock that evening. He's at Umbridge's office, and she's like, you know what to do, Mister Potter. Smiling sweetly over at him, gross, gross, right, Al? Mm-hmm. She smiled sweetly at him. Do you? Umbridge. Every, everything about her. Her toad-like smile, her toad-like stature, uh, her simpering little high-pitched voice that is just cruel. Mm-hmm. No, dude. I, everything about Umbridge is like... Ugh. Yeah. And on the pretext of shifting himself closer to the table, he managed to move himself to where he could kind of sort of see the Quidditch team... Out the window, yeah. Out the, the window. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sees Ron in the distance. Well... It's well, impossible to tell yeah, which one is like Ron. He was seeing different people try out, and someone, one of them was awful and was like pretty yeah. good, and like yeah. And he's, it's literally like, I must not tell lies. And the cut in the back of his hand started opening up, and started bleeding again. Um, and then he kept writing, and it got deeper, and started stinging and hurting. And then he writes it again, and he has blood trickling down his wrist. Like, this is not okay in any kind of way whatsoever. Um, yeah, he sees the sixth and seventh person, um, try out, essentially. And the parchment is shining with drops of blood from the back of his hand. And she comes over and is like, let's see if you've gotten the message yet, shall we? I hate her. Yeah. I hate her. Yeah. Again, she waited until it was fully, like, branded into the back of his hand mm-hmm. before letting him go. She reaches out and touches her fingers to his arm. And at that moment, he gets this really f- weird feeling. Um, not across the back of his hand. Like, it hurts. It's painful. Not across the back of his hand where you'd expect it, but in his scar. And he pulls his arm away from her and leaps to his feet. And she automatically assumes, she says this, 
Yes, it hurts, doesn't it? He didn't say anything, and she said, Well, I think I've made my point, Mr. Potter. You may go. And he runs to the tower. He runs up the stairs, goes there, and we find out that Ron did it. Ron did it! He's the keeper! Yeah, the homie. Yeah, the homie. Now both the homies are going to be on the team. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, he goes in and he's like, oh, where's where's Hermione? I can't believe it. And Fred's like, oh, she's over there in a chair. She's she's sleeping a little bit. She's She's got some butterbeer in a cup that's tipping precariously in her hand. She fell asleep. Um, Katie's like, oh, come here, Ron, and let's see if Oliver's old robes fit you. We can take off his name and put yours on instead. Which I never realized, Al, that the reason they're saying that is that they don't have to buy new robes for him. I didn't realize that the first time I read it, uh, the next time I read it, I've read it like 50 million times at this point. But the next time I read it, I was like, oh, that's another way that J.K. was saying they poor. The Weasleys are poor. Um, yeah, but I think that, that his Quidditch uniform would come from this school. I don't know how much budget they have allocated to that. But I don't they, know. I mean, they should. There's, it would be a little unreasonable it's to not a, a student public to, school. like, write home and be like, hey... I need a Quidditch uniform from Madame Malkins. Help me out, homies. Who knows? I don't think so. Um. And Angelina's like, look, I know he's your best friend, but he's not great. He's gonna need some training, and you need to help. Help, please. Um. A little embarrassing. Yeah. And Harry's like, yeah, sure. Oh, Harry, it's you. I'm so glad. Now I can go to sleep. And she's like, okay. Um, listen, Hermione. And that's when Harry's like, listen, I have to tell you something. Um, when I was in detention just now, Umbridge touched my arm and my scar hurt. And she's like you're worried that you know who's controlling her like he controlled Quirrell well yeah it's a possibility isn't it and she's like yeah I guess but I don't think he can be possessing her by the way he possessed Quirrell I mean he's alive now so he doesn't need a body he could have her under the imperious curse I suppose but then she goes with the same line she always says like Last year, your scar hurt when nobody was touching you. And didn't Dumbledore say it had to do with when you know who was feeling at the time? So maybe it's just a coincidence? And Harry's like, she's evil. I, you know, like, he literally says, she's evil, said Harry flatly, twisted. She's horrible, yes. Harry, I think you ought to tell Dumbledore your scar hurt. And again, Harry's like, this is the second time in like 24 hours that somebody told him you should talk to Dumbledore. And Harry says, no, 
just flat out says no. Um, and she's like, I'm not going to bother him. He says, I'm not going to bother him. And Hermione says, I don't, I think he would want to be bothered by this. Uh, yeah, that's the only bit of me Dumbledore cares about, right? My scar. And he's like, Hermione looks at him and is like, don't say that. You know, it's not true. Um, I think I'll just tell Sirius about it and see what he thinks. Harry, you can't put something like that in a letter. Don't you remember Moody told us to be careful what we put in writing? We just can't guarantee our owls aren't being intercepted anymore. All right, all right. I won't tell him then, said Harry irritably. He got to his feet. I'm going to bed. Tell Ron for me, will you? Oh, no, said Hermione, looking relieved. If you're going, that means I can go without being rude, too. I'm absolutely exhausted, and I want to make some more hats tomorrow. Listen, you can help me if you like. It's quite fun. I'm getting better. I can do patterns and baubles and all sorts of things now. Harry looked into her face, which was shining with glee, and tried to look as though he was vaguely tempted by the offer. Uh, no, I don't think I will, thanks, he said. Uh, not tomorrow. I've got loads of homework to do. And he traipsed off to the boys' stairs, leaving her looking slightly disappointed behind him. And that's the end of the chapter. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the most sadistic detention I think I've ever read in any book ever. Yes. Using Besides, an like, enchanted like, pen to use to, to your blood as an ink. To self-harm, basically. You're oh, forced. not self-harm. You're forced... No, no, no. You're forced by that person to do it, but that pen... It, you're still, like... He could just not pick it up. Put it down. No, I'm not using this. But, like, he's forced He's forced to self-harm. So, like, it's... Like, I don't know. It's just so... A, a terrible, evil, yeah, gross... evil. He said it himself. She's evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, that's just the, the perfect word for it. She's not... Oh my god, we're misjudging her. Oh, she's not properly... No, no, no. She knows what she's doing. And she actually thinks she's right in doing what she's doing. Which is the worst part, because she leveled down. Yeah. I just... This is my least favorite Harry Potter character. I think she's everybody's least favorite yeah. Harry Potter character. At because, least, again... At least, at least Bellatrix is, like, crazy, but in, like, such a loyal, like, almost honest way. Where she's yes, just you, like, can, you can tell what she's going to do next. Yeah. Umbridge is evil and unpredictable, and she's literally doing things to do them because she thinks that what she's doing is... I don't even think she thinks that what she's doing is right. She's just going to do it because she can. Right? Yeah. She's just doing what she does because she can do it. Yeah. she She's backed by the ministry. I said it before in, in the last episode. Yeah. She is backed by the ministry. So, like, anything she does is on the behest of the ministry. She's doing it to... Ooh, behest. I like that word. Good job. She's doing it like, you know... As a representative of the ministry for the ministry for the minister. Yeah, and what happens if Harry does go to Dumbledore and says, Hey, Dumbledore, look at what she did to my hand. 
Dumbledore probably would probably try and fire her in that exact moment. Yes, but, but then, then here he... comes the decree. Yes. Here comes the Minister of Magic saying... I don't know. Dumbledore has been known to... Yes, he's a quiet... He's very quiet and reserved. But I think he has this explosiveness that we don't see. I don't know. I think yes. I think that he, he would... He would do something. He might try to forcibly remove her from the castle. Yeah. Get out. This is where my children, my students live. You're not welcome here. That's a very possible thing. You don't have to go home, but you got to get out of here. You got to get the hell out of here. Yes. Took it up a notch. I'm serious. Yes. No, you're not. You're out. (laughs) That's okay, why, now that's love, when we have to go. That's what I love it in the in the in the Three Marauders where it has the 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 three marauders. Yeah. Or well it's four of them, but four marauders. Um We're not gonna we don't count the other one. I called them three because I hate Wormtail. Yeah. But it's at that point it's the four of them because he's it's just after school. They're still friends. No, we're not okay. no. Well uh James sees Snape come in the bar. And he's like, we should mess with him. And Sirius looks at him and is like, are you serious? And he goes, no, you're serious. We should do it, though. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I love that joke. It's the best joke. Oh, man. It's the best joke. And now we have to go. Yeah, we do. All right. That's it. That's the end of the chapter. We will see what else happens. Love yes. you guys. Bye. Bye-bye. You're so tired. Seriously? Oh, no, you didn't. Hey.